much. Yeah, that was... It was. It was. I liked yeah. it better the first time I saw it. Yeah, me too. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I've never... Well, let's just get into it. Hey, everybody. Wait, where are we? Wait, <laughs> right at the beginning. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hi, Hector and the world. <laughs> and our guest today is our good buddy, our neighbor... And an actor. We have a clown adjacent to us. <laughs> and a actor adjacent to us, a comedian adjacent to us. A photographer, a photographer adjacent to us. Uh, an awesome guy, a huge movie enthusiast and huge movie fan. And so excited to finally get him on the podcast. And it was quite a commute for him to walk downstairs. Mr. Justin Baker is here. Justin. Hey, guys. Thank How's you so much for being here today, man. Yeah, I really thanks appreciate for, it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks for, for letting me walk downstairs and hang out with you guys. So... Before we have Keller read what movie we're talking about today, today. before we do that, <laughs> Justin, remind us, was the movie in question picked by you or was it assigned to you? Did Keller and I... I think we... I ran into Keller on the street one day when I was walking Captain, my dog, mm-hmm. and uh, we were going back and forth through some movies, and then I think so. It was kind of like, an, like here's some options, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, I'll take that one. Okay, cool. Yeah. This is a couple months ago, so... Yeah, what, it's been a minute. What about this movie made you go, yeah, I'll take that one? Um, well, the one I really wanted, you guys had already given to somebody else. <laughs> Sorry. So I was just that's like... A, that's a running thing. I think it was happens. the first comedy that you had mentioned that I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that being funny, mm-hmm. and I was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So I thought, yeah, let's watch that. Let's do that. <sighs> yeah, I wonder what it is. Let's just get into talking about it. Keller, hit us with that. British guy description. The movie we're talking this about is today. is a British movie. It is. Oh. But I'm not going to do that kind of British Good. accent. Good. Thank you. Because I can't. From the movie that we just watched. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. a certain character. I don't know if Irish. I can do it. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> we'll get back here to do it later. We'll work on it. By the time we get to... 466. Snatch. 2000. Director Guy Ritchie. Surprising that this should make the 500 when Lockstock hasn't. Still, this is the more proficient film and particularly laudable for having both Brad Pitt and Frank Butcher from EastEnders on the same cast list. Okay. From EastEnders? What is EastEnders? I don't fucking know, don't man. Know. I'm not giving it to Google either, man. I, <laughs> I set my phone outside. Like, that's the, like... That's their description of why this it's, movie should make a 500 this list. This movie it's got doesn't two belong. Celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of insulting. Like yes. that. I haven't seen Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels uh, you yet. You haven't? Oh, I haven't I'm yet. Is this the only that. Guy Ritchie movie? No. Guy Ritchie movies I've seen include. No, I mean on this list. Uh, let me care about check. what you've seen. Yeah, who cares what I've seen? Let's check. Just kidding. I care. Let's check. Let's check. Well, checking right now. You know, people think that 500 is a lot, but it kind of isn't. So, yeah, Guy Ritchie only has the one movie on this list, yeah, Snatch. Sorry. That's it. <sighs> That's it. Sorry, Sherlock Holmes. Would you, so, would we disagree with Snatch? I mean, are we agreeing with Empire Magazine with like, wow, that's surprising that this made it and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? Yeah, I, think, think, I agree I with think that. Lock, Stock is a better movie. I'm, not, for I'm sure. not expecting Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes movies to make the list, but according... Man from Uncle. I I'm mean, not expecting Man from Uncle to make the list. I did enjoy uh, the Sherlock movies, though. I enjoyed sure. the first one. Yeah. Yeah. A good, right. a good amount. And the second one, A Game of Shadows, why not? They, sure. had, a, they had a lot of the slow-mo stuff, yeah, I just now fine, that I'm thinking about it. That's like yeah. his thing. That is his thing. Yeah. It, is a, it is his that thing. Is his it thing. did get better, too, though. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's much better in Sherlock. So, yeah. you boys have seen Snatch before. I've never seen it. Yeah, man. I want to get y'all's second impressions or third impressions, however many times you've seen it now. Did you pick up anything on the rewatch today? How did you feel about it? Let's start with our guest, Justin. I mean... It's been a while since I've seen it, it's been a while. so I don't know that I picked up anything I didn't pick. I will say I don't think it held up. Like mm, I, I remember no. having a better emotion attached to that movie, mm-hmm. uh, thinking it was a lot funnier, and then watching it like today, I was like, there were maybe like four or five solid bits that I laughed at, and the rest I was yeah. kind of like, eh, it's, it's look, not it's, horrible. Like I wasn't like it's not a bad movie, but I was just like, eh, it's not. Just, it's not great. Yeah. Just to get into that for a second, I sometimes think about the conditions in which we watch movies here. We have people over to our apartment. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like a weekend. It'll be an afternoon. You have just gone through an exhausting <laughs> show thing that you've been doing for the past two weeks, uh, right? I mean, this week was tech week, so it was, it was very week. busy. But I mean, we've been rehearsing for the last couple of months. It's this big party that happened last night. You're in character. You're in costume. So you let us know ahead of time, too. You're like, sure, I'll come over Sunday. I'm going to be tired, and I'll, but I'll come over. 
I'm pretty tired from the week. Keller is, you know, we're all just a little like lethargic today. Yeah, I'm lethargic. Yeah, <laughs> a little, very, very sloth. Little lack, lackadaisical yeah, is what I mean. And and when Keller and I popped in the movie, we started it. it we're also hungry. We watched it on Amazon. We didn't pop anything. Okay, well, we, come on, man. Po- we popped the the play button and yep. we popped that sucker and it started playing gotta be accurate we didn't have lunch we had food incoming so i'm like also worry i'm like when's food gonna get here that kind of thing happened and so sure, yeah. all i'm saying is that we know we understand that when we watch these movies it's not an ideal we're not sitting in a theater with amazing you know what i'm saying we're like you're yeah. forced to pay attention to the movie mm-hmm. um i'm also looking up things on my phone for clarification from the film not just because of the accents but this plot and we'll get into it is very much all over the place on purpose but i will say that we've seen other movies that are from the same era or older that are we're we watched in pretty much the same like circumstances and they grab us yeah. and there's something about snatch that if you're kind of not in the mood for it it feels like it might be hard to get grabbed by it so sure i was cuz i was going to say like i mean there are plenty of comedies that yeah. i i could put in that we could have put in right now that even if i was still distracted during the whole thing yes. i would have laughed at the at the bits and you would have more. stopped talking because yeah. you knew things were about to happen mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah mm-hmm. there's that too yeah so absolutely. yeah okay. it, it, it wasn't it wasn't a, a grabber no it wasn't a grabber keller what'd you think grabber. um it was pretty dated a lot of the <laughs> camera stuff's pretty dated yeah uh very guy richie though it's i don't know it feels a lot like lock stock but just not as good yeah. What, why it is Lockstock better? Like, he did that movie first, but well, why Snatch is it just feels like we have to make this darker. This is my slightly more serious Yeah, like movie. I was saying, there was parts where like the comedy, like there was a point when I was like, oh, well, this movie's not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, And then mm-hmm. they kind of come back to it. But and they were like, like okay, and it wasn't ever really that funny. None of the jokes yeah. that I did for yeah. me that well. Yeah. The uh, him missing shooting the guy a couple of <laughs> times, that was very funny. There's yeah. a few things that are very yeah. funny. Yeah, uh, as soon as the movie started, here's my overall first impressions because I've okay. never seen it. It's just okay for mm-hmm. me. I am still curious about Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels considering how much everybody praises that movie and how... Uh, how, how this magazine says it's better. Yeah. I would but, love to know if it, how it holds up because I haven't seen it in a while, sure. but I, I feel like it will. I meant to watch it before this. But because of the fact that this is I from didn't. 2000, this is another big Guy Ritchie movie. I finally watched it. People have been talking about Brad Pitt from this film for forever and he's great so he's, i finally got to see that but we got two brad pitt movies in a row coming up whoa 12 whoa. monkeys is next week 12 monkeys two brad pitt week. movies Pow. that's true that's nuts Damn. And now you can think about next week if he's time traveling back to snatch whoa, whoa. <sighs> my gosh i wish i was time traveling back to the start of the year when we watched another brad pitt movie oceans 11 here's my overall impression guys okay this movie started came out the same year as, uh, as no 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 a year before because this is 2000 and Ocean's Eleven was 01. Okay. So Ocean's Eleven could have very well been influenced by Snatch. Sure. It is, they're both capers. They both have ensemble cast. They both have Brad Pitt. They both have stylized music. You know, like it's very stylized. And the That's fun, nuts that he was in both these yeah. movies the same year. Yeah, or t- a year apart. A year I mean, apart. Yeah. yeah, but this uh, felt to but me. But also, but with movies, I mean, they could have been filmed. Yeah. Who knows? On top of each ago. other, or like, you know, yeah. And Ocean's Eleven and like seems that. a lot more technical than yeah. It seems way more advanced. Yeah. Than yes, it does, and they're a year apart. I feel like they filmed Oceans that same year in two thousand one, and then it was released in like December. It's so probably, yeah, both happened in the same. If year. if if Lockstock or if Snatch came out in two thousand, he was probably filming it in like nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Into 2000, I'm assuming. I don't know, but there was that Y2K thing, so that yeah. probably affected. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they had they had to start from scratch. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, they had to start <laughs> the, really sucks. the movie start industry <laughs> from scratch. Yeah, in 2000, that's true. Yeah, and then now it makes sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just felt like this was a lesser Ocean's Eleven because the thing about Ocean's Eleven, it's like it's such a great movie, but it it hooks me because it sets up a stylized world that i buy like i believe danny ocean i believe that brad pitt is this really capable you know kind of charming guy i believe that matt damon is that good of a pickpocket in so many gangster movies honestly outside of like goodfellas and the godfather gangster movies are tough for me cuz like i usually don't buy it it so it needs to be super stylized for me to like have fun yeah Ocean's Eleven, I'm thinking uh, uh, the stylization with like Don Cheadle's character, Basher, who's kind of like a Cockney sort of speaking, you know, like bank robber, we're in rubble. And I'm like, I buy it. 
almost every other character is like that in Snatch, and I don't buy it. It feels like actors pretending to be gangsters, whereas Ocean's Eleven feels like actors pretending to be just, bank well, I robbers. I think that's a lot of writing. But I buy it. Well, Maybe. I'll also say I feel like like with Ocean's Eleven, like uh, like Italian Job, yeah. like those movies, the the crooks are supposed to be good. Correct. Whereas with like Lockstock and Snatch, they're like bumbling they're bumbling bit. idiots. Like they're, mm-hmm. the whole thing is that it accidentally works out for them. Every other line so, in, in this movie is "You fucking wanker!" Because yeah. somebody like messes up. Yeah. Like, you know. So, so I can totally see how you could feel that way, but mm-hmm. I don't know that it's Ocean's necessarily a negative super because I don't think the movie is supposed to. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven. Almost like all the cuts are, are like. It's like the the flash cuts because both of them have the same thing. Yeah. But in Ocean's Eleven, it's like a flash cut because it's like, oh, we're showing you how they did this thing. How competent Whereas this they one, are. it's like, oh, we're showing you how they bumbled and somehow mm-hmm. it still worked out in their favor. This is like Ocean's Eleven <clears throat> to uh, Snatch, like Logan Lucky is to Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Logan, you know, Logan Lucky. Soderberg. They're, but they're like, oh, and so they're a little though. bit smarter, so but good. there's block I can bumbling. See that. I can see Logan Lucky as maybe a better comparison, and I like that movie. But those too. are both Soderbergh, and that's yeah. like him doing his own juxtaposition of a movie that he made already. Yeah, yeah. with like Southern Ocean's Eleven. That's what yeah. Logan Lucky was like—a bunch mm-hmm. of Southern dudes, but also Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I can, that makes more sense because they're also criminals that are are bumbling, like you're mentioning, Justin. A little, like, but yeah. they're also smarter in Logan mm-hmm. Lucky still too, because like nobody does anything smart. Well, in only this Channing Tatum's smart in, in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's the only one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and. You could say Brad Pitt was the only smart one in this entire movie. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't even think about that. Because yeah. everything worked out for him. Yeah, and he you saw his arc of what he planned he to do. He was just knocking motherfuckers out. out and taking yeah. money. Yeah, I mean, well, he lost his mom. but I There mean, was he, that. He, he knocked his, her out. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he got his revenge. So, yeah, yeah, things worked out for him. So, But because maybe just because that's the whole point of the movie is that they're bumbling thieves and everybody's kind of incompetent and making mistakes and and the cleverest guy in the movie is jason statham and i'm at a disadvantage because the jason statham i know is transporter is, is transport is not clever yeah. but just like fighter even jason. though lockstock jason no, statham but, is but like transporter jason yeah. statham the introduction is, of jason yeah I know, right. oh he's very he's like very smart but though, he doesn't because say it's anything like, yeah he doesn't say a lot but it's mm-hmm. like it's all technical smart like mm-hmm. he knows how much weight a car has I and like it. how many minutes it takes to get from something. And so whenever he gets to somebody and he's like, Hey, if, no, you've got a briefcase. And it's like, yeah, that wasn't in the specs. And Those like, movies. I just have to like watch the action sequence and then like fast forward. And then it's like, okay, now we're on to the next action sequence. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the, the trick is that, thing. that Jason Statham is best when he is doing a script where there's not a whole bunch of dialogue for his character. It depends. If he, now he can still spy, be smart. He okay. is, he has a lot of dialogue in Spy, but he's just plays it so dumb, I need but to watch so that. confident. Yeah, which one? Spy with the Melissa Paul McCarthy. Fake movie did. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. the Paul Fake because movie he did. can't go out or whatever. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can't. He's, he's the he's like the good he, like, spy. He, yeah, he's super good, but, but like, he gets like grounded. That. Yeah, because he and like, that's why she gets up. the job because yeah. she's like the secretary or whatever. Uh-huh. But I like that. I mean, yeah, I, or I, and. I need to watch uh, that. It's just like it's Jude not. A, it's not a knock on Jason Statham. It's more of how I'm used to seeing him in roles. Where if he's going to be clever, clever, I like him to have that action movie guy cleverness. Where like it's the one liner he says at the end after he's calculated everything. You need in his to brain. watch Lockstock because he's also in that, right? Yeah, and yeah. He's much better in that. Also, like, yeah, I think it's a it's a polished thing too. I just mm-hmm. feel like, especially in this movie, like it's just unpolished. And yes. there's so much like uh, it's way too convoluted for there to be so not much exposition in Agreed. this movie. Yeah, uh, versus Lockstock, it doesn't feel that way. Like it just feels like it's kind of natural. Interesting. This yeah. or snatches a lot of people explaining everything that's happening. I know. Over like, and over and over. Like again. he'll say it in the voiceover and then it'll happen. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of redundancies too. And then the guys in the car will be like, Why are we trying to get this case again? Because you fucking wanker. If we get the case, yeah, exactly. that means the Russian's gonna have to And I still didn't know anything that was happening. Uh, like yeah. up top they're like, This is who this is, this is who this is with freeze frames. I mean my favorite names. was whenever they were in the car and we had the subtitles on mm-hmm. and they they had dialogue and you literally said I don't know who these two characters are yeah. until we came into the car and saw who they were and I was like, and I was oh, like okay. oh, oh yeah you don't even know characters names like, yeah that's because and we were at like, the end of the movie at that point it was like yeah. Soul and Tommy or whatever was, like whatever yeah, yeah, Vinny, Tommy Vinny Soul and, and Soul. Vinny yeah. and I was like Vinny Vinny Jones no he's not playing Vinny he's playing another character the actor Vinny Jones is not Vinny Hector this is this other character very characters. confusing yeah. and they all sound the same and and here's where my Americanness comes in. British movies that are this British 
that are this like accented can sometimes be tough. I'm not going to lie. They can sometimes be tough to keep up with, follow. And in the same way you watch a foreign movie, and if you, even if it's translated into like, you know, dubbed uh, American English speaking voices or even subtitled, you're going to lose something in the translation. I'm losing something in the translation when there's Britishisms happening every four seconds. Britishisms. And I'm like, oh, I don't know that phrase. Well, because I don't live in the UK. Like, I don't know, you know. Yeah. I kept asking, like, what's Well, there's a- also just literally, like, watching the subtitles, they, yeah. they dropped words. Yeah. In the, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, like, you don't even have all of the words that he said in the subtitle. Absolutely. Especially and- with, like, Brad Pitt and I love the Pikes. That, that that was on oh, purpose. Yeah. That I, was inaudible. Was funny, but yes. I don't think it was on purpose for some of like the other yeah. stuff. It was like it, they just dropped the word. They just dropped like, words. That's weird. So there is. There's always going to be something with what's that? He said he can't spell him. You can't. <laughs> um, no, but I was worried that because I knew going into this like oh the whole big bit is it Brad Pitt you can't hear him because his accent's so thick and it's so funny and ha ha ha. So when it's when he started speaking in the movie and he was subtitled, I'm like, oh, this is going to ruin it. This is going to ruin. So I tried to not pay attention. But then when he went into his thing on the bottom, it said like inaudible, like yeah. indecipherable. And I'm like, that's really funny that the, even the subtitles are not giving you what See, I, I like think, Brad Pitt in this. Movie. I, th- I thought great. Brad Pitt was great. In this. Yeah, maybe the was, highlight. He, yeah, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. I think he was great. I, I think, actually do like Jason Statham uh, in this movie too. Okay. Though. That's all right. I think uh, another like that reminds me of like Hot Fuzz, mm. like that mm-hmm. bit. With where they take the translator, like he's yeah. like, no, he has to translate, yeah, and he speaks like super thick accent, yeah, and then he speaks a little less of an accent, yeah, and then they <laughs> translate, and then so, he could translate it to Simon Pegg. It's so funny, man. Edgar Wright is very good. I really oh, like. Dude, I, I I would much I, rather watch Hot Fuzz than Snatch again. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, any yeah. of the I've Corrado got trilogy. Yeah. Like I don't. I have very few Blu-ray movies, mm-hmm. and a, a good portion of mine now are the <laughs> Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright yep. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Also, you gotta have uh, Scott Pilgrim. I've been wanting to rewatch that mm. in the past. You have that few. Though. I do. I have There's it on a poster Blu-ray. on our wall. I know it's true, but that's a great movie. But um, it is. Yeah, man. Sometimes the quick cuts work, and for some reason in Snatch, they have them. Sometimes it works, and other times I'm like, I this isn't holding up. Is it just a stylistic thing? Is it just what? Like, what I like is the, it? The plane one. I think the plane mm-hmm. one's funny mm-hmm. because he's literally he gets in a cab, he gets on the plane, and he gets to the UK. Like, sit down, in, you bald like fuck. Six like six hours. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, it's two, and that's and it's obviously like, three it's not possible. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Yeah, um, that was great. But the, a lot of that stuff, yeah, it was just like. It's, <laughs> Like that whole thing, and yeah. that guy like, just uh, like his suit being different during the conversation every time oh, they come back to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, when he was getting tailored. Yeah, Benicio, Benicio del Toro was also really weird in this movie. Oh, he's weird in every well, movie. He is, and but I mean, like he makes weird character choices. Yes, in every movie. Yes, this one, give me a key. Like, fucking high time. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, word. He's playing like an old Jewish man at the very beginning. Yeah, which and I was like, did really good job. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm like. At first, I was like, "Uh oh, this is offensive." But then I watched the scene. I'm like, "Actually, they're doing, I think a, they're, yeah. they're doing a pretty good job." And it was like, <laughs> "They're like, trying to convince." To like the American mobster guy, he was like Jewish, right? Because he said he kept going like, "Get find us a nice Jewish doctor." And well, then no, like, the whole point was that he wants to be Jewish. That one guy oh, pretends, but he's to be not Jewish. actually. Yeah. So, like, oh no, the American on one. Yeah, American guy. It's got like he, he's got. He that had thing. a yarmulke, yeah. right? He oh, was, he's Jewish. He did and too, then the British guy wants to be Jewish, and he isn't actually, but he pretends like he is because he's always wearing a yarmulke too. Wants his daughters to be Jewish and mm-hmm. kidnapped of the kids because he thinks it's good for the diamond business. Oh, okay, yeah, that's why in the beginning I'm like, is this, is this almost anti-Semitic? Like, is this like a caricature? Are they making fun of? But then the bit where I they're think all, a little bit yes, maybe. And the same they call people gypsies constantly in this movie. Pikes, yeah. pikes. I don't know the, what pikes means. They dropped the bomb a few times. Uh, I was not oh yeah, fuck, but true. the other one. Oh, yeah, they do. oh yeah, a lot. Yeah. A lot, yeah. Because that's, that's a true. that's a it's a typical British, especially for that era. Like that's a yeah. A, and in that, like you know, that's just underground. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was almost afraid we were gonna get Guy Ritchie trying to do Quentin Tarantino. I'm not even saying he's really allowed to do it, but just like the N word. I was oh, almost yeah. like as oh, yeah. as the movie was happening, I was like, oh, we're gonna get scenes where characters are throwing that around too, whether they're black or not or whatever. Like 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 again, a lot of gangster movies do that it's definitely got like a uh, also kind of like a mammoth tarantino type mm-hmm. feel like it's like i get it that's what that's the vernacular of these guys mm-hmm. but man you they lay it on thick yeah. yeah you yeah, cuss a lot it on real thick yeah. it's like london 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 you know that scene was so dumb <laughs> that was way too london yeah london 
That's what we're going. Yeah. 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 And then like the scene where Vinnie Jones sits down and the guys have their gun on him and he's like, and it's that like, look how badass Vinnie Jones is. Cause he's like the fact that your gun's got replica written on it and mine's got Eagle Smith. And then point, showing the you know, lettering. And, yeah, yeah. Zooming in like means you're going to fuck off, walk away. You know, it's just the most also badass. Also at the very beginning to where it's the opening titles and then it goes into that fight scene and, or not the, the bank robbery scene mm-hmm. and it's like switching around and it's like written and directed by Guy Ritchie and it's mm-hmm. like, dude, take that off of there now. Man. <laughs> this looks like weird. <laughs> well, it's, and also I love, I mean, how like, yeah, you're talking about that replica scene. Like they had just shown the gun works like yeah. 10 minutes before. Why? Yeah, they so, never like, showed the guy sure, try to fire replica, it again. But yeah. like, it works. Yeah. Like it blew the ceiling out of their car. It would still kill it's Benny Jones. It's still a like, gun. Yeah. It's a gun. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. He's he's ballsy and he's playing his own mm-hmm. thing. And I guess those guys were also idiots. And once again, we keep talking about the stupid people mm-hmm. not making it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, that scene was contradictory. It's, the gun it's, works, and then the gun, he's like, it says yeah. this on it, so it's not just why would it work now? That, it, that it's just a little contradictory, either. It's that, like, it's a scene that really felt to me like it was definitely a written scene where Guy Ritchie's like, look at it, but isn't how, look how badass this scene is, right? As opposed mm-hmm. to other things that feel like they're more natural, you know what I mean? All the other Vinnie Jones stuff was great, and I really liked his introduction where he's slamming a dude's head in the, in the you know, the car door, door of a car. And you don't know what he's doing and fully he until answers, he pulls it up. He phone. answers the car phone, he's like, bonjour. Well, yeah, I'm like, like okay, yeah. I feel like that's what this movie's trying to be. Like, it's yeah. super wacky and super, like, you know, shockingly violent. Do you guys know who directed Black Hat? No, what is that? A show? No, movie? it was a movie with with uh, Hemsworth, I think. Oh, it's a. Uh, he was the the nerdy I tech think, guy. Did Michael Mann direct that? Movie? I think he did. Because they've got a couple of scenes Mann where like they do the movie. thing where like they show you what's happening, and right. it was like it was so like I was like I don't need to like they, I know at one point he gets on a plane and then it shows the plane flying and then it shows him getting off the plane and then yeah. it shows him like handing a USB stick and okay. then like it's the USB stick that we all know has this thing uh-huh. on it and it shows him plugging it in uh-huh. and then it shows the data going on the wire and I was just like this is all stuff I can put together mm-hmm. like that's why we uh, movies don't have to show me everything like we thing. know how the internet yeah. works yeah. <laughs> like oh, especially this today. Is how computers work we plugged in the computer I had to it in type my yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> like if you're gonna do that like you know do it like the IT crowd or something. Like, sure, that's mm-hmm. a, if it's a joke. But mm-hmm. if it's like serious, like this, like an action yeah. thing, I'm like, I who, have no idea. Who directed Black Hat? Keller? I'm trying to pull it up right now. Okay, it's great. Taken for GD ever. Yeah, we know how the internet works, Keller. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, yeah, so don't explain it to us. Keller. Overall, yeah, Michael Mann. Michael Mann. Okay. There are things in Snatch that like I don't think hold up. I don't think quite work. There are characters that I feel are a little bit unbelievable, and then there are characters that are great. Brad Pitt's character. Uh, he's, he's Mike, so good. Mikey, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey, Mickey yeah. O'Sullivan, whatever his name was. was Mickey like, O'Sullivan. Mickey is a super Irish guy. Uh, so much fun to watch. So much fun. Like the whole gypsy storyline yeah. was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm glad that they won. Yeah. They basically glad, did. Yeah. Yeah. Again, his mom died, but still True. he got it's his sad. revenge. The, the, the Pikeys or the gypsies as they're called in the movie, they shot up the bad guys or whatever. And mm-hmm. they kind of, you know, booked out of there and they still had, they want a bunch of money. guy who does the dog fights doesn't win. Yeah, I know. Pretty much. Which you knew he wasn't going to, but that guy was. Yeah. yeah see, now was I'll give you a real asshole. He was good. A great, uh, no, he was awesome as like, a when he villain. first shows up, he looks like the guy from up. He looks like Carl yeah, from yeah, up. Yeah. And sure. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to buy this guy as a gangster, but lo and behold, he was like the most believable gangster when he's talking about feeding to the pigs. I'm like, this guy's fucked up and it's, yeah, and it yeah. was awful. And so he was really, really good in it. It was kind of though, a walking uh, yeah. monologue with yeah. the watch. It, it was, was. like that. It really whole was. Thing. Yeah. First, you're going to, you're going to want to cut up a body into six, six pieces, pieces, whatever. And then you're going to, you're going to take the whole thing and you're going to put it in. Here's yeah. how many pigs it would yeah. take and how exactly. many hours. Yeah. So Two always, minutes. Always be wary of a man who keeps a pig farm. And then they go into it. I do love that. I will say that that was a pretty good joke. Like, I still don't know who the fuck you are, mm-hmm. except obviously somebody that feeds people yeah. pigs. <laughs> and it's like, good. cool, we get it. I do understand who you are to yeah. some degree, but I'm not completely sure yeah. who you are. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there, there, are re- there are really cool things in this movie. Maybe they have just been emulated better in other movies since, because it's, it's been er- 20 years. You know what I mean? It's also, been... Guy Ritchie had done it better before yeah. this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I really want you to watch Lockstock. Right, I'll watch I want it. to know what your opinions are. I'll and it did out. get, like, 
I Lockstock felt more polished, but also it wasn't trying to be as convoluted as mm-hmm. Snatch was. Mm-hmm. But then I think from then on he went towards like having a polished style. Yeah. But he also said he like Matthew Vaughn, the producer, started doing his own shit, mm-hmm. and that also affected his Guy Ritchie's output. Probably, yeah. I could see a lot of Matthew Vaughn in this movie. I could see a lot of. Kick-ass, I can see a lot of it in like Kingsman, the Sherlock and stuff. For sure, for sure. But but this yeah, just felt this. It, it felt like it was. There were times when. It was trying to be smart, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it and felt like, like some guys like, sat there and wrote it all down. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I was just like, I, I get it, like, because like I was saying earlier, it felt like a, a good long improv scene. Mm-hmm. Like, but the problem was, is like I could see where the beats were going. I'd be like, okay, you, you called just a couple lines. I literally said, said lines yeah. before they said them because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, if I were doing this scene, this is what I would expect mm-hmm. to hear next. Yeah. Or this is like, I was like, oh, the dog is going to go out the window. Mm-hmm. I was like, you open the window, yep. you have a dog yep. that runs away and returns, and I knew it was going to show back up and eats at the, the pikey because you talked about it at the beginning of the movie. Like, it was really good that they showed, like I was saying, like the checkoff thing. Like, if you show a gun in Act One, yeah. you better fire it by Act Three. Yeah. They did a really good job of that. But it was just a little. It was just telegraphed a little too much. Mm-hmm. Like with Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. like I don't like. You don't I see love any of it coming until they you show you it all. Like once they, yeah, exactly, then you're like, oh, I thought I had mm-hmm. some of it, but I actually didn't have any mm-hmm. of it. That's great. But this it was like also telegraphed that even like thirty minutes into the movie, I was kind of like, oh, I have a pretty good idea where yeah. this. Is. Even though I've seen the movie, so yeah. I'm sure that also doesn't well, help. Yeah, but yeah, but you, it's been I long mean, enough. it's been long enough, and yeah. like some of the things you were recalling didn't seem like they were super memorable things that you would remember, but more just like it's making sense to how the plot's going. I mean, yeah. we get to that scene with that dog. That's a perfect example because, like you said, they open the window, and the dog's in the room. So you're like, okay, the dog's going to jump out the window. The other guy picks up the empty diamond case, and you were like, oh, the dog ate it. And the guy's like, the dog must have eaten it. And then we learn, oh, he was lying because he has the it was down diamonds his pants. down his pants. pants. Yeah. But then when he pulls them out, and then the American guy has it in his hands, like there's a shot where the dog jumps up and grabs it out of his hand and like fucking eats it. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's so. That whole scene is like that's the most that's unbelievable a bait and switch. And, yes, but like it's dumb. It's the most unbelievable part of of the movie. But then when the American when he's shooting the gun, boom, 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 wildly into the air to try to hit the dog and fires out the window. And as he's leaving, he tells Vinnie Jones's character like, "Come on, let's go." Whatever the guy's name is, and then he stops and turns around and because the guy doesn't respond that we don't even see the body it's just all on him the whole time like he accidentally shot him that was surprising it was that was surprising yeah i I don't know that i liked it because it didn't really to me it was just like why did you get rid of him there in that way like i totally wanted to see him die because you've got you know the bullet dodging russian Mm -hmm. who does get shot point blank like Mm -hmm. 12 times and keeps living yeah Yeah. until he's finally dead yeah and then you've got you know, bullet tooth Tony, who's mm-hmm. literally known for being shot six times in the, at a point blank range. And then like two in the and, mouth or something. And yeah, yeah. And like walks away from it. Yeah. Who now I get the idea that it's funny. He gets shot accidentally, mm-hmm. but it didn't seem like he was anywhere near where mm-hmm. the gun went off. Yeah. Like I was like, I could totally buy this bit and this joke if it was done somewhere else. The callbacks yeah. are a bit too much. They're too buried in this huge convoluted thing for you to get every single one of them as they lay him out, especially when he's not going to be that obvious about it. And like that one. And number one, I'm dumb. Number two, true. Also, I'm dumb. What are they saying? (laughs) And number three, the movie is executed in a way where Hector in my movie viewing brain is going to disconnect at the beginning of the movie. So it's harder for me to literally keep track of. Well, it was funny. Like we were talking and I go, yeah, this is a flashback. And you go, wait, what? Yeah. Like, like, Hector, did you not catch that at the very, like I like, I'm, I'm very big on like grabbing details because I've got an improv, like I'm I'm an improviser. So it's like, I have to have those details because I'm going to use them later. Mm -hmm. So much like this movie, I was like, okay, here's a detail. Mm -hmm. This is a thing he wants us to know. This is a thing he wants us to know. He's definitely going to bring these back later. And I completely Um, forgot the movie opens with Jason Statham, the character Tommy. Sitting in a chair talking about what the fuck do we know about diamonds? Yeah. And then it cuts to, what does it say? 10 days prior or something? Two weeks before. Two weeks before, like a week before. So yeah, I I saw that a fortnight. Yeah. (laughs) One fortnight ago. Four score, seven years ago. I saw that. And even though I saw that, I completely forgot it by the time the movie gets going because I'm like, I'm trying to keep up with, you know, what's going on. So as a, this, this movie had a bit of an uphill battle to, to climb for me to, to keep me interested. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, the, again, we can, we've, it seems like we've been ragging on the movie the whole time. The good in the movie is yeah, there's Brad Pitt. Absolutely good. The like, good yeah. is 
as we all know, I bet it was great when it came out, dude. I probably would have really if I had dug seen it. this when I was ten years old when it came out. <laughs> I'd have been like, "Sorry, Dad, uh, I have to leave the family." <laughs> To go to the UK to become a gangster? Yeah, because my dad was a Baptist pastor. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. there's a huge world out there there's a, there's full a of bare-knuckle boxing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, Brad Pitt's knocking the guys out every mm-hmm. single time. It was great. Mm-hmm. It like, was. And then that one shot of him getting knocked the fuck out. Where he's like on the ground and like... In the or no, where he's falling in slow motion. Yeah. And the, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the slow-mo fall. Yeah, yeah that was that a great, was great. shot. Um, yeah. I thought... Yeah, I thought in general most of the actors were really good actors. Mm-hmm. I just felt like the story was a little like, eh. So I don't yeah. feel like it was it was so much the acting as the writing for like I thought Tommy was a good character. Like mm-hmm. he played a good little sniveling. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah, that scene when he finally gets enough balls to come in with the gun that he knows does not work. Yeah, and pull it on those guys. That's good. I was like, all right, go yeah. Tommy. It good was great. For you. That was great. Yeah, it, it all would have been, the whole movie would have landed for me more if a couple of things were different. But, you know, the pieces were there, and, and it was okay. And know. I was happy with the way it ended. Yeah. I yeah. like the way the story yeah. rounded out. I don't think I ever need to see Snatch again, though. No. That's where I land no. on it. I don't think, it's a British magazine. That's why it's on the list. I know, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be real. Uh, I still think it's hysterical, Like, because I, I literally said to you first thing whenever I was like, oh, Snatch. I was like, oh, so is Lockstock on this? Mm-hmm. And then the article talks about how like Lockstock is not on this list. Yeah. And I'm like, well, hold on. I'm just con- Why did you put this in the, in the weird, list dude. then? Like, oh, there's a ton of movies that are not on this, this list. One, Snatch was way more popular. Maybe. Yeah. I guess. And it had Brad Pitt in it. I mean, yeah. Brad Pitt and made Benicio a big deal. Del Toro in yeah. It. Like it had some very big A-list actors at the time who were, you know, just getting even bigger at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was two years it, after Fear and, and Like, like mm-hmm. Lockstock was wasn't was a, was an indie. It was a sleeper hit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I think because it was so good. That's how we got like, the money oh, for this. Here's a sequel. Yep. We want to watch this one. Yep. Um, and because all of our friends have talked about this first one, mm-hmm. this one will be great. So oh, I'm sure that's okay. what That's helped. what Snatch is. Snatch is like a Lockstock sequel that wasn't as good as the first one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll give you that. It's just, yeah, it's, it's sequel syndrome without it actually being a sequel. We had a, just uh, like, I don't know. We had a buddy on last week. Was the deer hunter last week? Yeah. Ooh, Cameron yeah. Rice. Cameron picked the deer hunter because he goes, <laughs> he picked it months ago. He's he seen goes, it 15 fucking yeah. times. He loves the film, but he's also like, I can talk about that movie for a solid hour, no problem. And he talked about Snatch. He goes, I would have picked Snatch, but if I were on the episode for Snatch, I don't know if I would have, like, he's like, what would I say? Like, it's just, you know, there's not, there's not a whole lot, I guess, to talk about. And it sucks because there's it's a lot of movie. It's pretty dense. There's a bunch it of stuff is. that's going on. But I mean, I, we were also talking about like the time stuff, like how mm-hmm. there's that interesting scene where the three things happen, mm-hmm. and then it kind of shows Throwing you the milk the, out the window, the, yeah, the milk out the window mm-hmm. hitting the guy in the middle of the street. I like and that. Like, I like that because it was like that was a cool reveal. Like I did not realize the Russian was in okay. the street. Yeah, I was like, who's that guy that he just hit? And mm-hmm. then it keeps going, and then all of a sudden it's like flat. It's like a, you know a time loop, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. That was a cool connection. I do like how how things connect in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, but again, it's like it's like a good herald. Like, yeah, just uh, you know, some of the scenes weren't that great. You could cut a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you could. You're trying oh, to. Oh, you could absolutely. Cut you're trying movie. to fill an hour, and you can cut a few. We had crime. We had a more. We had dogs. Dog fighting. We had a foreign country. And then we had like three, like multiple storylines sort of coming together. It was kind of reminiscent of Amores Perros. Perros, Yeah, is what Snatch is a little bit, but like a British Amores Perros. I haven't seen that one. It's pretty gnarly. It's a good movie. But it's good. It's dark. Uh, Uh, Inuratu? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Flip the page back, is it? Hey, we can do that. Yeah, Yeah. we can just, we're barely on the second page of this endeavor, y'all. I'm amazed by the fact that you guys are doing a 10-year endeavor. Uh Uh-huh. I I just hope I can come back. Oh, yeah, you Uh will. We'll a all few more still times. be alive. We've got, yeah, we've got, we've got uh, yeah Alejandro Gonzalez Inurato Inurato Birdman. We've got uh, the rest of this year booked up Revenant. For, for 2019 for sure. Yeah, Revenant. He did Revenant. But that brings us to our question for you, Justin. <laughs> we have been asking our guests as of a, maybe about a month ago to contribute one movie that you think is deserving of being in the top 500 greatest movies of all time. It can be the movie we discussed today. It sounds like you're not going to pick Snatch. It sounds I, like I will not be picking Snatch. You'll not be and picking I don't Snatch. think it ever will be picked. Yeah, I don't well, maybe. I bet you somebody maybe in 6 years somebody I'm gonna will come talk along. them out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> by the end of this 10-year list, Keller and I want to have I'm another I'm allowed to veto anything. Yeah. It's our podcast. It's true. Um, we are 
No one can say La La Land. I want to know what everybody else has said so far. Okay, here's the pick so far. The Iron Giant, of Empire course. of the Sun, Did Jurassic you pick Iron Park. Giant? These are yes. our yeah, picks. Okay. Yeah. Good. Hot Rod, Clueless, Conan the Barbarian, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, okay. Moana, Oh, that's good. Children of Men, mm-hmm. Oh Brother Where Art Thou, oh, When Harry movie. Met Sally, Back yeah. to the Future, The Naked Gun, The Naked Gun, On the Bong. The Naked Gun is so good. And Young Frankenstein. I think we needed to make an announcement. And young Frankenstein's also Oh, yeah. When Harry Met Sally has been added by Catherine Leon. Oh, okay. Let's go ahead and add that right now. I already did it. It's already on there. You yes, said you it. did. Yeah. And our other guest, Chelsea Pine, who was here with us for Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes, she, she chose Moana. Moana. Great movie. Yeah. Surprising pick, too. I thought she would have went with Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. But that was awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think she wanted to pick a new one. Yeah. Moana's great. So, so we've got to keep going back retroactively. I would, I would watch all of those movies. Yeah. Again. They're all great. Yeah. So, so far, our new top 500 is great. It's re- It's already oh, better yeah. than our uh-huh. previous okay. exactly. list. Although, here's the thing. I, I, just, I do wonder. I feel like all of these movies hold up. Mm-hmm. But like in 20 years from now, mm. when we're uh, all watching movies through our ocular implants mm-hmm. and we have a cord that's plugged directly into our eyeball and then we have to go back and watch this on a VHS mm-hmm. or a Blu-ray, <laughs> are we going to be like, eh, it just doesn't hold up. Like, I, I, can I, ga- I, can, I can't. I'm not actually inside the movie. I can guarantee so. you all of the movies that have been picked by guests so far are so good and so beloved that whatever the future technology is, they will survive into it. There will be a holographic 3D version, version of, of When Harry Met Sally. Also, I, anybody born after us is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's that. All yeah. you children are uh, fucking yeah. idiots. Are, if any of you are watching or listening to this, I just said watching. <laughs> anybody <laughs> watching this, get the I'm fuck out of our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I'm talking about you, dude. Get yeah, out of here. Get out. Good. Come on, man. Okay, oh, bye. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, we're doing a drum roll? No, he was, he was, he was <laughs> oh, walking out. And then he was slamming the door. Yeah, got it. Come on. Do you not know how to foley? <laughs> he drove away. Come on, buddy. And it's Jalopy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's my movie. Justin. No. Oh, um, no. What movie do you want to pick? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with my, my all-time favorite movie, which is Dazed and Confused. Dazed which is a great pick. Yeah. Confused. On the current list, our first Linklater pick. Of the new list. I could watch that. I have watched that movie probably, I don't know, 50 times. That movie is like a good album, though. Yeah. You can put it on in the background and just listen to it. And that's the thing. In college, Mm -hmm. I I lived right off campus. And so me and uh, my buddy, we had the house that people would all come to during school hours. So people would just like, there would just be people in my house whenever I would come home. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, Did you watch the baseball one he did? Everybody wants some? Uh, no, I watched that. To, You'll yeah, like it a lot. I, I thought, yeah, I've that's been about. Waiting. I wanted to go see a the big baseball and I house. It. I did see uh, Twelve Years um, or uh, a slave. I yeah, saw no, that one. As well. um, I mean, uh, uh, he boys, didn't do that. What was it? Boyhood. Uh, boyhood. Yeah, yeah. Um, twelve Years a Boy. Twelve Years a Boy. <laughs> yeah. Basically, uh, how many years did it take him to film that? It was like twelve years. Twelve right? years. Yeah. yeah, which is insane. It and is. like you watch that movie. Yeah. And like it's crazy to see like the Game Boy and like the Walkman and stuff, mm-hmm. and be like, oh my gosh, you literally like I'm watching it. Well, now. he's like two like, years off from when I was a child. Yeah. And so it's freaking me out the entire yeah, time because he's like a kid in Texas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. And that's another, like, that's, that you know, I'm from Oklahoma. Yeah. So, you know, and so like, you know, watching Dazed and Confused, like, like I wasn't around for 76, you know, in Texas, but like, I understand it. I Have you watched Tallahanna Sky, the Kings of Leon documentary? No. You should do that because it all takes place in Oklahoma because mm. they're a bunch of Oklahoma boys. Yeah. You should watch that. Have nice. you watched Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby? Uh, now you're just being I, patronizing. It'll make no sense. Of course, there's other places besides. First. You're not last or second. There's third. Well, why would Hell, you even say that? Hell, maybe even fifth. I like yeah. how he skips from third to fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Cole. Uh, so I'm funny, excited. Man. We all for... prayed to baby Jesus real yeah. quick. I like to think of him as. It's he such was a, a good man. Movie. He had a beard. My favorite part about like my favorite thing about that that era of movies yeah. is that it was just I guarantee people were just walking into studios and going. Okay, Can we so, do this? Uh, we're gonna have Will Ferrell, okay. and then they just had like uh, like yep. a bag, and they just pulled out Scrabble pieces, and we're like, and he's a uh, ice skater. Does okay, ice skater work? sounds good. Okay, okay cool. And then yeah. his uh, co-star will about... be John Heater. Great. Yeah, cool. Um, it's a uh, John about... every time. Okay, what will about two Ferrell, years from now? He's a he's a race car driver. Does that work? Yeah. Okay. And his co-star will be you know what? Let him pick it. John C. Riley. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. How about I'm so one? excited for their Sherlock Holmes movie. This one's so good. Will Ferrell, and he is a retired. Okay, great. And then. Basketball player, yeah, yeah that makes that sense. Good, we'll do yeah, yeah. Semi pro, sure. okay, Semi-pro. great, awesome, done. Yeah, yeah, that was that. And era I mean, I get it 
because mm-hmm. they're all great too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I love like Will I do Ferrell. not. Yeah, I, I would absolutely yeah. watch him do anything. Yeah, yeah. like Semi Pro is not good, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like every single one of them is funny. They have a funny moment. My, one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies that didn't happen was Will Ferrell, and he's a stuntman. Okay, great. Look, you know what? Maybe this is one isn't for him. Let's pass it off to the Lonely Island guys, and then we got Hot Rod, which is yeah. and they turned it the into the greatest a, thing that's ever happened. Yeah, they turned us. they turned it into they they said they changed it. They're like, I well, that, movie. that script was for Will Ferrell, so we changed it to fit Andy Samberg. So and who wrote it? What's the woman's name that wrote Hot Rod and like has written some of the greatest comedies? And they're like, and then we kind of ruined it. We feel really bad for what we did to that script <laughs> because we just made our own dumb jokes some woman wrote hot rod and then for will ferrell and she's written some other amazing comedy movies and oh, then and when then they got the, the script Island, they, they made like, now we're just gonna make then they made thing. hot rod and uh, that with would all be, their dumb bits that would be pam brady yeah pam brady um who has written for south park just shoot me uh family guy um lady dynamite and then she wrote south park bigger longer and uncut team america world police hot rod Oh, yeah, and Hamlet so, yeah. too. Great Hamlet writer, two is and great. Hamlet yeah. too, and she, yeah, her work was probably crapped all over, but thank God it was for a great movie. Yeah, Kiba was like, yeah, we feel really bad for what we did, but <laughs> <laughs> so Days and Confused is the one that uh, you're gonna oh, yeah, put. I can, I can quote that entire movie. I yeah. love that movie. It's so good. And it's, it's a movie great. about nothing. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 basically like a Seinfeld episode in a movie form. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a day. It's a slice for, of it's a, life a slice for all these high school kids. All these high school kids, and it's like. Cool. And that's the and great, just, you know, weed smoking. Yeah. You know, potheads. And that's the great thing Texas. about Days and Confused is that we get older and that movie just Today's stays the same, same age. Man. That's true. <laughs> all right, someone all right, had to do it. Right. Someone had to. <laughs> someone had to. Someone and mentioned was, the movie, so someone had to. Damn, I saw it's, that it's contra- it's on 420 at the Will Turn, and that was oh, awesome. Nice. <laughs> it was rad. I, I was on the balcony, so you're, we're watching this movie through a cloud of smoke. Because <laughs> it had all risen. I really wanted to go. And I think I tried to get a hold of you, but for 420 this year, they had a Super Troopers and a Super Troopers 2 double feature. I didn't see Super Troopers mm. 2. I didn't see it either. I want to see it. Just for nostalgia's yeah, sake. Yeah, just for mm-hmm. whatever. I'm going to see it. I yeah, will eventually that first I'll probably buy the DVD too. Because I funny care. stuff. I want to give those guys money. Sure. Um, but they had a 420 double feature, and I really wanted That's to go. That's awesome. And I, I think my favorite, I don't even smoke pot. I don't mm-hmm. even do that. I think my favorite weed movie is probably Half Baked. Half Baked. I haven't so seen Half Baked. Dude. Oh. I love Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express uh-huh. is fantastic. But I want to see Half Baked. Half Baked is, is very good. Neil Brennan been, and Dave Chappelle wrote that, Yeah, right? I've been wanting to rewatch Half Baked because it was so funny. And it's got, uh, oh my God, Jim Brewer was right goat boy for yeah. us and i loved him when i was younger dude. yeah he yeah, was great he's such man. a weird character and harlan williams and dave Chappelle, and yeah. dave Chappelle played two roles in that and like oh really that movie's nuts it's crazy but i wish we could get back like i yeah like, that reminds me of like the days when like eddie murphy was doing like movies with like four roles but it was like good movies mm-hmm. not like you know Norman. the clumps like yeah, yeah. it was yeah. like you know, when he the did first Coming Nutty to America, Professor was massive. Coming to America we, is do you insane. Think, do you think we've moved past oh, that? Snatch? In or, comedy? Oh, snatch! Sorry, past that. No, I it was like I was like, I no, they just we made that. Topic, uh, but sure. Uncle Drew, it's not the same thing, but all right. those NBA players playing old people, old but being yeah. amazing at basketball. That concept's so funny. And was, Lil Rel's so in good. it from Get yes, Out. Yes. I'll see that movie. I'll give you that. I feel like maybe that concept is still around, but the idea that a comedian one, one actor plays playing multiple, multiple parts, parts, I think that's yeah. a little gone. And I, I think that it, mainly like if somebody, it's because I feel like like that's a, like a contract thing. Like I mean, like. I don't know. Really? Like, uh, I, don't I don't know. know. Eddie Murphy like, like so many... fucking killed it when he played yeah. all those different and characters. Guys, yeah. So you just got to find somebody who can crush Mike, it. Mike Myers played it's three hard to characters in Austin Powers he played 2. And then two he... characters in a Sorry Murder an Expert. I know. He well, played himself in Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder Playing at the beginning. Oh, he plays yeah. like five oh, yeah. characters. It was in all the, those different trailers. In the trailers, sure. Yeah. I'll give you that. And Jack Black and yeah, and Tom yeah. Cruise was just playing Tug Speedman, which is not <laughs> no, still it's nothing. So good. It's still great. It's so great. But that was the that was probably one of the best reveals yeah. I've ever. But you see, that's what I love about Tropic Thunder is that Tropic Thunder I think is underrated because it came out in 2008, 10 years ago, and it is like, wow. is it on the list? No, it, it should be. Yeah, uh, maybe. I think it might be Ben Stiller's best movie because he directed it. And I think I think it might be better than Zoolander. I love. I but think Zoolander I, is amazing. Zoolander has a bigger place in my heart. Yes. 
but I think I, I've seen that movie a million a times. Movie. Think, it probably is. I, I, Technically, story wise, for I think sure. Story wise, but again, that even, movie is huge. Even the yeah. way it's like the biggest action movie I've ever seen. I mean, like <laughs> act, I mean, biggest comedy, comedy I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. But even the way the thing we're talking about, where a comedic actor plays multiple roles, that concept, they were still able to find a way to do that while still making it not that because it's like, oh, they're playing it for different trailers, and it was a commentary on Hollywood. And even within one of the trailers, Jack Black is doing the clumps joke where he's yeah. playing. Oh, yeah. Ooh, the farts or whatever it was like and that's amazing and they were all really funny there were jokes inside of jokes inside of jokes and that's that's pretty well the fact that he was in character the entire movie and for the director commentary the way robert downey jr's character said he goes man i don't drop character i don't drop the character until i do the dvd commentary he did the dvd commentary in character he did yes the tropic (laughs) you have this yes are we putting this on immediately following this the 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 commentary is brilliant because it's ben stiller robert downey jr and jack black shows up late so they're all ragging on him to the commentary recording and jack black has like in and out with him or something so they're like they're like you mother he's like sorry guys i'm late sorry guys and they're like you motherfucker and it's and it's robert downey jr like come on man come on we've been sitting here wait like and he does not drop the character for the whole thing so so, so that movie is i think is one the of the DVD dude it's one of the benchmarks in comedy that people kind of just forget people float over that movie they do yeah well that came out in like a great year for r-rated comedies yes. though yeah uh like, well, wasn't pineapple express the same year yes it was yeah and then a year later was the hangover yeah in 2009 but it's even that in, era to where in 2008 that was a huge year for movies it was the dark knight the first iron man movie so like if people are remembering Robert Downey, it's probably from Iron Man. Even though he was Oscar nominated for Tropic Thunder, he was nominated for he an was. Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in the category that Heath Ledger was, and he lost to Heath Ledger. But he got a nomination for Best Supporting Actor and for that film. That's insane. The thing, like to get an Oscar nom for comedy is yeah. so hard. I can't it's think of so... anyone else that has ever done it. Uh, Bruce Stern for Nebraska, but that's barely a comedy. It barely. A, that's a black and white sad movie. That is True. not. That's barely a. I mean, it's funny. That movie is so dry, though. Yeah. But yeah. Did Woody Allen ever sad. get nominated for some Woody Allen bullshit? Probably he did. definitely. Yeah. I think Annie as, Hall won as, Best Picture. But like bullshit. for actor, though, for again, for an actor oh. in a comedy. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, like, that's, like I, I'm you know, I'm, I'm if if I ever get to that uh, level. Yeah. Like, you know, my hope is to win a SAG award. Like, yeah. That's what I want. I'm like, I don't look at an Oscar. I'm like, I'm a comedy actor. It's that's, yeah. those aren't for me. That's okay. Your hope is like Golden like, Globe yeah. for best comedy. Exactly. I want some Emmys. I want some Golden Globes. What is want... it about uh, speaking as a comedian, Justin? What is it about Days and Confused that that is so impactful and important for comedy? And then what is it about Snatch? What do you think Snatch contributed? I mean, I think Days and Confused, like I said, is so great because it's so it's very mild. It's like, like it's bullshitting funny, with your but friends. It's not, yeah, it's like it's like it's just like the bits in it like. The comedy in it is just, it's not laugh out loud, like slapstick. It's like, like it's all like, of us playing, yeah. being dumb, playing video playing games Jurassic earlier. Park. Yeah. yeah, listening to you yeah. talk about yeah, T-Rex. <laughs> it's just like, it's just nice. It just feels natural. Yeah. Um, and then Snatched, I mean, the comedy in Snatched is is that it's it's formulaic. Mm, like, there's true. definitely, that's yes. how I, could, that's how I knew what, Set up what line. lines were going to be. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. okay, well, if I'm writing a comedy and you've given me two plus two, then I know that this next thing has but to be But there's like four. a way to do that still in a mm-hmm. great, like I'm watching that show Detroiters mm-hmm. and oh, it is so dumb. Keller's and everything is a bit, but it works. Like, and I'll it, say like, I, I, like I laugh at a lot mm-hmm. like yeah. i really laugh at almost anything it's it's very rare that i don't laugh at things and this movie wasn't and getting you i was that not much. laughing yeah, during yeah. snatch yeah. which to me like really says something because yeah. i i find stupid humor funny all the way to very highbrow like you know and especially british comedy i love british comedy my favorite book is hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy mm-hmm. one of my favorite television shows probably is it crowd mm-hmm. yeah um like british comedy gets me so i love dry humor i love sarcasm i love wit and it just felt like this was pushing to try and do that, and it wasn't hitting a lot of times. Well, yeah, yeah. I hate to compare it to Ocean's Eleven again, though, but it just felt like someone trying to write that. Dude, my favorite joke in Ocean's Eleven is when he goes, "So we've got ten guys. Yeah, you think you we think need eleven? You think we need one more? One more? You think we need one more? Yeah. Okay, we'll get one more. We'll get one. <laughs> it doesn't say anything. Yeah. It's so good. It's great. Yeah, my favorite is Bernie Mac uh-huh. and Matt Damon. Uh-huh. That whole exchange. Oh, so good, so Let's good. Do it. 
cracker. Was it? You heard what I said. <laughs> Try to keep the might as well call it white jack. That is the funniest <laughs> thing. So good. Just let me deal the cards, man. Let me deal the cards. Sir, I resent that. I respect we respect all of our <laughs> Yeah. All of our you would know. Uh, you of all people should so know, sure, sir, that we support the hiring of colored and he stops himself. <laughs> colored like such a good such a good bit. But yeah, might as well call it white jack. Oh my Felt god. Like, all right. But it's like, yeah, it's uh, like that. Like, uh, you know, another one of my favorite comedies that I feel like is underrated a lot is um Dude Where's My Car. I think you know what? Some stuff you know what? That movie has car. some like that's like one of the that first is, movies to like yeah. take oh. a bit and go forever you know, with it. Pause too. for a second. Pause for a second. Sean William Scott, Ashton Kutcher, like for Kutcher? Dump. Did you say Ashton Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, that's his last name. Kutcher. Kutcher. Kutcher? Is Kutcher. it Kutcher? Kutch. Kutch. Ashton. Okay. Ash Kutch. Kutch. Sean William Scott. <laughs> for for being like a dumb movie, which it is on purpose. Oh, yeah. Like absolutely, they're pretty brilliant at what they're doing. Like they're. Good. They play it so well. Well, yes. it is just Kelso from that '70s show. Yeah, again. that's true. But yeah. he, I mean, it's, that character is also very, very funny. It, it's so like that the bit where he goes, "Hey, dude, is it possible we got so high last night that we bought a lifetime supply of pudding and didn't remember it?" And then he opens the cabinet and there's all of this pudding, and he goes. I'd say it's entirely possible. <laughs> just like, that to me yeah. is just comedy gold. Yeah. And so the irony dumb. is on the other level, like, on, and I think I need to watch this movie again. I, I'm sure you guys both love it. I have had a hard time. Dumb and Dumber has never oh, been really? one of my favorite comedies. Really? really? Never. It's, I will put it in the top ten all time. See, and I feel like I have to watch it again. I don't know if I was going through You've something only seen it when once? I watched it. It's been so How like, many times yeah. have okay. you tried it? I feel like just once, and okay, I feel like I need to watch. Okay. Like I do love the 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 funny the the bit to me that's the funniest is the is the one that he improvised, where it's at the very end and he's like, "I'm sorry, my friend's an idiot." Yeah. The town's, the town's that. back yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. That, that is, makes me laugh every time. Jim Carrey. That's there's a lot so of much stuff I didn't like, there, and I don't know if it's just if it, like some okay. sometimes dumb humor can rub me the wrong way. Sure, yeah. I, I just it's, it's something about it. It is dumb humor. It's I don't know what it is about Dumb and Dumber. I love the movie. I love that. I, and I, I love so many people I respect yeah. and value who like, are comedians. I love it. Love it. I and also so I'm like. I think I mean, here's I that movie is so so dumb that only a genius could come up with the <laughs> idiocy that's in that movie. Maybe it's the thing for me. Yeah. Here's the other, here's the thing. I have a deep love for. Most of Jim Carrey in his career, I, I I love the guy. I feel for the guy. I don't know if you saw Jim and Andy. Did you see that documentary? Oh, That's almost so, the most grounded he's been I will, at that yes. point. Say like that thing was. I I thought it was eye opening for me. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, and it's like very interesting to see like where he is now and mm-hmm. the whole like you know inside. I will say as an actor, mm-hmm. I have serious qualms with the idea of method acting. Yes, mm-hmm. like it like the whole Heath Le- like the whole not Heath Ledger um the whole um. The Jared Leto. Joker, Jared Leto thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, my, you know, the, the best quotes, I think it's from uh, Running Man or, or it was like Dustin Hoffman and, mm-hmm. and Sir Lawrence Olivier, I think, mm-hmm. something like that. The idea where he's like, yeah, I did this. And he's like, ah, oh, have you tried acting? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that to me is like, I've That's never great. had to, you know, who's, who's doing a serial killer to do Dexter? Like, you're not. Like, you yes. don't have to exactly. do method. It's yes. stupid. That's bull. You, and, you can and also, like, Jared Leto sending shit to yes. other people. That it's like, if you're gonna do insane. it, fucking keep it to yourself. Yes. Don't be a fucking creep in your yeah. apartment, don't, weirdo. Don't hurt and, people yeah. or take yeah. advantage of people. Or and, send and, used condoms to yeah. people. And, and don't get me wrong, Harry, I, I'm getting inside the head of a character. I totally get, like, emoting that and like under like feeling mm-hmm. that but like when the director starts to affect i can other go people. boom okay i'm mm-hmm. i'm back like that was yes i was definitely in the moment i went to the dark place or the yeah. happy place or whatever but like yeah that kind of stuff but the jim and andy thing that's a whole nother level dude like it's it was, because first of all it's not just getting he into doesn't the say his method he's saying he's, he was possessed, he was possessed basically by by Andy, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. And because the, then he's like, even his family was know, like, dude. it was like actually talking to him. Here's and the there deal. Was like closure from I it. watched that movie and I was stunned in parts, frustrated and also like so sad for Jim Carrey because yeah. outside of Milo's the, of, Foreman. Yes. Outside of the man on the moon shooting, like they go into his career and they talk about how like he has been going through depression and then a character like Michelle Gondry will meet him and go, Oh Jim, you're so broken. Please stay broken so that in a year when we shoot Eternal Sunshine, you will make a good movie for me. Stay broken. And so the movie, I think, does a great job of summing up how sometimes the entertainment industry can be sick. It can be not. Oh, it's oh, right. Absolutely. So that stuff, I was like, this is so I think it's very helpful for people to watch to understand that side of it. But Jim specifically, how he said he was possessed by Andy Kaufman. 
people have seen that and gone, that is so fucked up. And they're totally right to feel that way. I felt like by the time the documentary was done, I was like, I don't think it's up for me to judge where, like, if that's good or bad. Because the moment where he talked to Andy Kaufman's daughter, whom he never met, she showed up on set. Some people look at this and go, this is awful. He shouldn't be taking advantage. This is wrong. They apparently went off and had a conversation for a few hours. And it was like positive and almost healing yeah. for her. For it her was ther- yeah. it's, it, I, it's like therapy, and not just what for her, but also kind of what Jim but that's is doing. Kind of like what role playing therapy yes. maybe is. Yeah. Yes. So but I looked at that and I was like, I think that that could there, be kind of good. Like truth. Andy, Andy Kaufman's parents, sure. his, his mom and dad, were yeah. like so nice to Jim as he was Andy. Yeah, but also they weren't <sighs> on set dealing with. I know it the he was being an asshole and, as um, Andy. And, like. I will and say, it's then also in really characters, whatever to the watch, Cl- like, Tony Clifton, yeah, yeah, Tony Clifton, yeah. Like it's also really interesting to watch, like watch Jim and Andy, and then realize that when you're watching Man on the Moon, like mm-hmm. the people that they had, like David Letterman plays himself, mm-hmm. and it's like, holy crap, like that. We're literally watching history that just happened. Yes, like because all of these people are still alive. Yes, they're, and it yeah. was like and redoing the thing that and they're like, playing. And I was trying to think of like, are there any other movies where that many people are playing themselves? I think uh, maybe private parts. I wonder how like David Letterman okay. went that, about that. Yeah, the dude, Larry Sanders show. I don't know. Uh, I do like, not know. Did he watch himself and do the same thing he did, or was it all just strictly reactions to him? I bet you he did. I bet you they doing sent the him same. Well, I know he probably agent. did, but sure. I don't like how yeah. much of it was just yeah. reacting to the way Jim Carrey was going nuts. Then. And that, but what I want that wrestler like, guy too. Like, oh, like God, yeah, he's great. To go through all that again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like, but they were like really friends in mm-hmm. real life, and it was all an act. But but he's not really friends with Jim Carrey, who's mm-hmm. playing his friend. Yeah, like, that's it. Was very interesting, and like. Just the idea of like, I get like, like everything that Jim Carrey was doing definitely was reminiscent of Andy Kaufman that mm-hmm. we've seen in his process. But I want to know, like, like we there are parts of Andy Kaufman that Jim Carrey could have never known. Well, nobody will ever because, know. Yeah, of course. And so whenever he talks about like being, I'm like, well, you're yes, but you're also being the Andy Kaufman that was on. Mm-hmm. There are people who are convinced so, Donald Trump is Andy mm-hmm. Kaufman. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I, that would be. That would be the best reveal ever. I think we would have to... I would be like, sorry, Andy Kaufman, not funny. (laughs) I think we'd have to end the world. Like, we'd have to call it quits humanity. Or definitely on America. Definitely call America. We'd be like, like, guys, we let the guy from Taxi run the country into the the ground for fun. I will say this, because I've decided this is what I want on my tombstone. Mm -hmm. And since I'm saying it now on this podcast, it'll be... I wanted to say... The bit was worth it, oh, <laughs> and I just want great. people to walk by and be like, what was "I don't know bit? what it was, like, yeah. but it was, dude." He yeah. obviously went all the way, and like, if Andy Kaufman managed to pe- make people believe that he was Donald Trump, get elected, become president of the country, and right before he gets impeached, just pulled off a mask and was like, "I'm Andy Kaufman," I would have to be like, you know, I, what? Would... I don't, app- I don't like what you did, yeah. but I cannot not respect that. Yeah. I have to slow clap that. <laughs> like that is a respect yeah. that I could just have to. The thing that's about a, that's a bit. The thing about uh, Dumb and Dumber is like <laughs> I have a, a deep seated love for Jim Carrey. Yeah, the Mask, Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, sure. all Every, came out in like, the same year because I was a kid when that was. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Mine so, was Aunt, was mine was was Adam Sandler. Sure. So like sure. my dumb movies were like Billy Madison, mm-hmm. Happy Gilmore, mm-hmm. like Waterboy, Waterboy, and then Daddy. Wedding Singer, which is great. Wedding Singer is yes. my favorite. Might be, um, might be his best. And Adam actually, Sandler his stuff movie. right now that he's putting that out now. Meyerowitz stories was so good. Pretty good. Like the. What? Did you see da- Father I didn't of the see Year? Sandy yet? Wexler or Father of the Year. Father of the Year was pretty. Fun. Is that what David really? Spade? That was no. David Spade. Yeah. He, no, Chris Rock. Wasn't it? Which one am I thinking of? No, that's no. the other one. That's the wedding one. Yeah. How was that? Was and that I that? also liked that one too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like them both. All right. Meyerowitz story is very good, though. What is that? I don't that's a uh, that. Noah Baumbach one. No, that's with uh, uh, Dustin Keller. Hoffman's in it. That's ben not Stiller's an, in it. That's not an Adam Sandler. It's movie. not an Adam Sandler movie. It's, he's a, just in okay. it's movie. a Noah Baumbach movie. <laughs> yeah, but okay. that threw me. He's no. in it, but yeah. it's not like a. Com- it's not right. He's not doing we, Adam Sandler. We, we got to clarify, like guys, he's a good actor as no, well. No, yeah, I think yes. uh, Punch Drunk Love, Fifty First Dates. Yeah, like those are both the ending of Click. And I would say Fifty First Dates is an Adam Sandler movie. Fifty First Dates, it is. Yeah. yeah, but we're saying there's a difference between a movie that Adam Sandler is in. I know, but and an Adam Sandler movie. You listed a movie that Adam Sandler's in. I'm talking about one that he's that been in recently, by, though. Okay, and it's very Happy good. Gilmore or whatever. Yeah, like Gilmore people production. shit on Madison, him, Madison, and he's still Madison. doing go. some good stuff. Yeah, that's cool. I like him. I like him too. He always cleans up at the Kids' I like Choice funny Awards. Funny people. 
You can't, you gotta love the guy. You gotta love the guy. Bedtime stories, man, <laughs> <laughs> terrible, <laughs> really bad. Uh, hey. But this list has a serious lack of a lot of comedy. You know how comedy is is sort of looked at, not just by critics, but also just by like cinephiles and movie fans. And this list is comprised know, right? of, of readers mostly in their input. So like, it's kind of rare that actually we have Dumb and Dumber coming up in a couple of months. Like, oh, okay, so, we've had one straight comedy so far. Which one? Uh, I just lost it. Well, I guess Sideways is a well, comedy. Well, there was the one yeah. I wanted to do, uh, which, which was on the list, which is, um, boop. Um, oh, uh, and the Super Secret bad. Life Super of bad. Walter Mitty yeah. and Super, Super Bad. Bad. We've done three. Yeah. Super Bad was the one I was like, yeah. yeah I have, you seen, Walter Mitty's have you seen comedy. Blockers? Uh, oh, no, but it's funny uh, that you mentioned that. It's fear and and I also love how you called it Blockers, and I'm like, yes, that is technically the title. But like, <laughs> Cock Blockers? Yeah. Cock Blockers. Uh, rooster Blockers. I was, so I, <laughs> no I roosters get a allowed. lot that I look very much like... Um, a rooster. A, a rooster. Mm-hmm. Yes. A cock. John um, Cena. Yes, John Cena. Uh, no, I look just like... Uh, Leslie Mann. <laughs> you guys quit saying names. <laughs> My brain can't handle it. That's all the people um, I know in the movie, so yeah. we're good. No, Ike uh, Barinholtz. I can't. Can thank you. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> I was I was doing a jury duty a few months back, and uh, I was outside, uh, like on our lunch break or whatever. And this woman walks up to me and she goes, "I'm sorry, uh, I don't mean to bother you." Are you, you the Mindy Project? You, you're in the you're in that Cockblockers movie, right? And I was like. Yes. No, no, I'm not. And also, I was just like, and if I was Ike Barinholtz, like I would not be hanging outside the Superior Court downtown Los Angeles on my lunch. Like, I yeah. just, I think the man's doing okay for himself. Yeah. He doesn't have to be He's here. He's so funny. He's he great, is. dude. He's bound and down. Insanely funny. Mad TV. Like, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. It was funny. Right when Mindy Project first came out, I got a few friends from Oklahoma like messaging me and being like, congratulations. <laughs> and I was like, what? What did I, what did I do? And they're like, no. No. You, and I was like, oh, like I've ran into friends of his, like his agent and his like, friends of his that have been like that have come up to me and been like, you look just like I'm a good friends with him and you yeah. look so much like him. Dang, that's so and I'm funny. like, I just need somebody to write. If anybody's out there, that's a yeah. writer because I'm not just get like a weird. If somebody can cut. write me a good uh, a brother comedy. Uh-huh. Please. I'll pay you for it. I he, just want to get it. Well, to doesn't he people. have a brother that does stuff? too? He does have a brother. Yeah. But. I feel like you could be the third of the triplets. brothers. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Baron Holtzes. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. That'd be great. And my last name's Baker. It's almost there anyway. Baron Holtz, Baker, Baker Holtz. Yeah, yeah. It's basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want, you can borrow Blockers because I have it. I have. Oh yeah, it's really funny. I really oh, yeah, like it. I definitely it. So, watch so it. You can at least quote Ike. Next yeah, time people confuse great. you for yeah, him yeah. and you're at a bar and you want to get a free drink, you can just say a line from the movie Blockers and people will be like, yeah. "Oh my god, that's, that's just great. like you did it in the movie." Yeah, yeah. And you'll be like, "Yeah, that's me, Mad TV." <laughs> and then just start giving him a reputation for just saying his catchphrase at bars yeah. in L.A. <laughs> that's that, that story is going to start getting out, and it's going to yeah. get back to him. And he's going to be like, what? Oh, what? That's not even me. <laughs> exactly. And I have to find gonna, this guy. He's going to be looking for me. Yeah. This is going to work out perfect. This is the and way. And then we're going to yep. get that brother comedy movie. Go. And then he's you're going to get him. married. Yep. Wait, what? Yep. Sorry. <laughs> you'll, oh. you'll, you'll meet his eyes, and you'll just hear, like, in your eyes. Yep. The light, the heat in your eyes. I am complete in your eyes. See the darkness. I don't know what you're talking about. It's Peter Gabriel. It's All right. Oh, sorry. It's you, just started, you just started listening to... This guy doesn't know Peter Gabriel. I know. I know some Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Name a Peter. Uh, Genesis. Pretty good. No. Pretty good. He got it. Nailed it. Parker. Actually, that's, that that's is it. a Peter. That is a Rabbit. Peter. Accurate. Accurate. Also correct. That's true. Cottontail. That's it another rabbit yeah good mm-hmm. one killer what are we watching next week and who's our guest gonna be we're gonna be watching <laughs> 12 monkeys with caitlin durante oh my goodness 12 monkeys oh i should probably find out where yeah, terry gilliam seen, another I've british dude monkeys oh i've never seen it either yeah I, um, it's weird I, I, it's, I, I know on. it's good let me find it's out crazy. where it's people sh- reference it streaming it's stuff. definitely on. online on. oh hector did you throw your phone again Oh, we're supposed to vamp. No, Hector's giving us I'm the not going to do it. He's, he's telling us to vamp. He's just yeah. waving his he's hand in the going, air. Hey, vamp. What does that mean? I don't know. It's like that. The, the, when you twirl your finger. You it, mean we turn it up? No, that's not what he meant. He wants us to wrap it up. Yeah. No, he wants us to not, finish it up. No, he's asking us to keep keep talking. So oh, that we're just not talk just about in stuff. dead silence. What? Oh. Also, your computer, Abby, just texted you. So Great hi, news. Hi, Abby. Okay, Hector, guys. he's back. It's If you have stars, 
It's streaming on Stars. The Great. subscription channel. The subscription channel, but I think you can get it if you like. If you have Amazon or whatever, it'll you can connect it and you can click on it and it'll be like, "Do you have Stars?" And then I think you'll have to set up a thing or whatever. Or otherwise, it's rentable on everything: Amazon and YouTube and Google. And you guys gotta watch it. Whatever. That's Twelve Monkeys, and I looked it up. It's not actually twelve. The number twelve, one two. It's like twelve. The word twelve spelled out. This says one two. Really? Yeah. The magazine says one two. Hmm. Controversial. And there's like a big picture of their faces. This one has a longer write-up than normal. According to my dumb phone, 12 Monkeys with the numbers 1 and 2 is the 2015 show 12 Monkeys. That's my favorite. Never seen it. I didn't see it either. I've also never seen 12 Monkeys. So get get that. I don't want to watch it. We get to boo Terry Gilliam next week. Oh, yeah. Is he a piece of shit? Yeah. Great. Uh, We're going to have Caitlin Durante is going to be our guest. We're super excited about that. Which will be great. She has a podcast called The Bechtel Cast. Listen to it. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah, it's really good. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of the of the Bechtel test. Yeah, I wonder if the well, 12, Twelve Monkeys will they pass do, the Bechtel test. Two comedians talking about whether movies pass the Bechtel test. Yeah, it's great. great, very funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like just off the bat, Snatch doesn't. No, pass for the, sure no. doesn't. Yeah. I think there is all one. There, yeah. I was about to say, there's only mom. There's right? mom. There's two twin daughters. The two twin daughters, and Hans. she's definitely only talking about what men are doing. Yes, correct. Yeah, my son's going to get beat up. Yeah, I'm gonna die later. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded just like her. Pretty yep. accurate. That's great. Um, is that really? There are yeah. only like three female like characters in the whole movie. It's the a two very, twin daughters. It's a bro gangster movie. Yeah, it it's a very you know, it's a broy gangstery movie. But I don't Justin, think there's a whole lot in Twelve Monkeys. Thank either. you so much for being our guest today. Well, thank you guys for having. This was me. a blast. Thank you we, for yeah. coming downstairs. Yeah, we got I love to watch a movie downstairs and seeing you guys. It was all right, but more importantly, we got to talk about comedy with you, man, and that was a blast. Thank yes, you. I'm gonna make you guys watch the pilot for Detroiters after we're done with this, and then Dumb and Dumber. And then the commentary for Tropic Thunder. And then... <laughs> 12 Monkeys. Guys, uh, I will be here yeah. uh, for the next podcast because I am now, I've moved in. Yeah. That's great. So Cool. You gotta perfect. Got to bring Captain. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need a dog. Yeah, we need How one. much is that deposit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. 12 Monkeys. Catch it on stars. Uh, our guest is going to be Caitlin Durante. Thanks again, Justin Baker. Justin, where can people find you on the internet and find your work? Uh, yeah, you can find me at Axe for Food, A C T S, the number four, the word food on most of the social medias. Or He'll Photo also Baker. Take free food. I will, mm-hmm. I will take free food. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Photo Baker is my photography stuff. So you can find me at photo baker.com. Uh, and then, yeah. I do the act, and then I'm also uh, on a house team right now at Second City. So if you guys are in LA, hell yeah, and you want to come out see a show, uh, my team's called Emergency Contact, and we perform Saturday nights uh, in Second City. And awesome. it's everybody's mom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, guys, please rate and subscribe us where that's a thing that you can do. There's a number of stars. Pick the highest one. <laughs> Just pick the most of them. It's true. And then write something really mean <laughs> but give us five, five stars <laughs> and we might just read it on yeah the show. exactly if it's really i think some other podcast does that yeah, it's like giving great. five stars and just be as fucking mean as you want <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> that's awesome so uh nice. but also be nice too we like yeah. we need it <laughs> we're fragile we are fragile exactly. people right. say nice things about justin yeah but keller and i you can shit on our face it's yeah, fine shit right on our face <laughs> we'll see you guys next week goodbye shit goodbye on my face. <laughs>